Come with us now, if you dare, down a rickety staircase into a dank, dark basement. What awaits the Saturday Night Freak Show? <laughs> Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the Saturday Night Freak Show. I'm your host, Colin. I'm in the basement with a couple of freaks, including Brent, Tom, Sean, Travis. And tonight we watch the 1985 epic Life Force from director Toby Hooper. What's it about, you ask? It's a space shuttle mission investigating Halley's Comet brings back a malevolent race of space vampires. I think it's Halley's Comet. What'd yeah. I say? Halley's? Yeah. It's Halley's Comet? And space vampires come back and they transform most of London's population into zombies, the only survivor of the expedition, and a British authorities attempt a capture... Attempt, I can't even read this. Attempt to capture a, Brit, a mysterious but beautiful alien woman who appears responsible. You're reading Bam. this? It sounds like it's coming straight from your straight from It's your coming head. straight from the IMDB. Oh. Yeah. Straight from the heart. Yeah, so we watched this movie. Why did you pick? I, I've actually seen this movie before. So have I. I've seen so, it before. So I picked Colin. this movie. Yeah. Why did you pick it? Uh, this is one of those, uh, like... Well, I was, it, guilty guys, pleasure? It, yeah, earlier, you know, it's like, it's a guilty pleasure of mine, or it was a guilty pleasure of mine for years, because I don't think it was ever, like, considered to be, like, a good movie, but I'm like, you know, I mean, I would watch it, and I'm like, man, this is awesome for this, and it's awesome for that, and so, like, I've come around to go, and like, you know, I think it works more than it doesn't work, and I actually do, like, legitimately, like, like this movie, you know? So, I'm curious to hear what you guys thought about it. Wow. Uh, <laughs> Words cannot describe. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. After seeing this movie, I feel like the life force has been drained from me. I uh, Isn't it because there was just there, too much craziness going on? How long was this movie? Yeah. How long it was, was it? was under two hours, I want to say. It was close how mu- to... How much over an hour and a half? It was like 115 minutes, I want to say. Really? Oh, wow. wow. Yeah. Well, it felt like it, it, yeah, yeah, for sure. It felt like an hour. <laughs> yeah, man, it, f- it flew. Really? Yeah, it flew. It flew. So that means you like this movie. I do. I do. Oh, I yeah, okay. I do. See, we're coming at it from the opposite direction. Yeah. Oh, wow. It felt like a torturous long. Like it just really? felt like. Uh, oh man, no, no, not at all. It just felt like uh, I just thought there was no story. Most of the story is just like, where is she? Where is she? What? Yeah. It's got a plot. It's a plot. Yeah, that it's a plot. It's, I mean, it's, it's got an idea. It's no, got it's, an idea. It's super deep. This movie is... I was watching it this time. All right, explain it. And I discovered something. I'm like, I'm watching it. I'm like, oh my God. This is a modern retelling of Dracula. It's like right. a, it's yeah, yeah, it's a gothic... It's a gothic vampire story wrapped up in like a science fiction... Yeah. Cause like uh, you know, I mean, stories. how is that deep? I mean, but she's you know, it, it's just I mean, deep Dracula's, space. Dracula's <laughs> a classic, classic tale that everybody knows. Everybody's seen a thousand times, and yet, like Toby Hooper managed to like create his own version of the same story, yet twist it. Well, this is based off a book. Yeah, yeah, it's a book called The Space Vampires by Colin Wilson. I haven't read that. I don't know how close it stands, but I know that the. Uh, the script is written by Dan O'Bannon, and he's responsible. He did uh, Alien and Total Recall and um, Return, of Living, Return Dead. of Living Dead, among other genre awesomenesses. It actually shares a bunch of um, like plot ideas with like you know Alien. There's these astronauts 
finding the derelict spaceship that you know has the thing on it that's going to destroy humanity. It has the uh, we're going to have to sterilize the infected area like Return of the Living Dead. It um, also seems to borrow from uh, Mario Bava's uh, Planet of the Vampires, which was I think the movie that that O'Bannon saw that inspired Alien because that's got basically the same plot as Alien. They touch down on a planet and find these space vampires. I don't know. I mean, I just I thought that this movie was crazy. I mean, just like it was it's great because it goes from like an outer space, like a big scale outer space movie. And it does change space genres vagina, very quickly. Yeah. And like, you know, the 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 discovery of like the weird monsters next to the space asshole. Okay, so the space vagina and the space asshole. You're going to have to explain. Dude, when they two. were walking That's through, pretty much it. they were walking through these tunnels, right? They were pink uh, and round, and yeah, it was like they were walking into a giant vagina or, get or a womb. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, I guess I, I think that I don't want. Okay, I don't want to speak for you guys, but I, I think that the general consensus from the haters on this movie is that like from the previews or the trailers or the idea behind what we thought Life Force was, I wanted it to stay in outer space and be like Oh, this. really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, I, I thought it would be more in outer really? space, wow. but... Uh, oh. Wow. I thought it was supposed to be set on a space station with oh, a uh, okay. so what'd naked What do you think of the actual movie around? then? Because <laughs> it wasn't. It wasn't. So I mean, I thought the only idea they got across was the whole vampire uh, like seduction. You know, they got that across like pretty, pretty well. But to the point where they're like beating the dead horse. Like we get it. You love her. You feel a connection to her. And there was a lot of uh, it delayed until he's like, and then we were together, and then a piece of her came into me, and a piece of me came into her. They were really explaining. Yeah. We are now one, and I must find her, and we must stand naked and make right. out yeah. the blue light. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I mean, there, there, there were a lot, like there were a lot of things I really liked about this movie. I mean, it was just like, for one, Matilda May. Oh my god! As the space girl, Holy yeah, she's very attractive. Wow, very good looking. She's like naked, like all the time. Her boobs are like perfect. She's laying down in a in a in a in a, in a coffin, a glass coffin. Her boobs are still well, sticking course. straight up. It's amazing too yeah. because, like, I yeah. mean, I saw this movie. I don't know. You know, this is one of those things where you see when you're younger. And yeah, yeah, This yeah. is before the age of the internet, right? And so it's like on VHS or something. And like the memory that I take away from it is like, oh my god, it's like that movie had like boobs wall to wall from like beginning to end. I mean, that's not wall the case. to wall boob. No, yeah. most of it's when, sixty year old Englishmen. When you go back and and look, what? When most you go of this back, movie is sixty year old Englishmen. Right, but you remember. I think what you, yeah, I think, what you remember. Yeah. What the lasting impression is the lasting like, impression. I, you is, remember a lot more nudity yeah. than there actually is. Her boobs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But she, that's a high point. That's like. Uh, one star. Yeah. So they Boom. find they find this naked space vampirus on uh, a ship hidden in the, the the cone of Halley's comet, and they bring it back to Earth. They bring her back to Earth. She wakes up, and then she is able to suck the life force instead of like a, a, you know sucking the blood like a vampire. She sucks the life force out of some poor sap who's about to do like an autopsy on her. I thought that scene was really cool cuz then you get like this there's this really, you know, 80s era, you know, portal or vortex, you know, like light vortex forms around them 
there's lightning bolts shooting at it, you know, as they transfer. And it's all like these practical effects with, you know, uh, I don't know, like latex, you know, bladders inflating and, you know, as yeah. they show this transformation. Mm-hmm. And he turns into, the guy turns into this, like, puppet thing. Yeah, yeah it looks like the zombies from uh, Return of the Living Dead. And they do. They have some pretty cool makeup effects. Yeah, um, that's pretty good. Early on. And it's, it's the, you know, it's, it's all practical, obviously, because it's the 80s and... That uh, yeah, I mean, a little little comical, but for the most part, I think that uh, I liked the makeup. I liked the effects of this movie. You talking about the animatronic guys or the the yeah the guys the that, shriveled the shrunken husks the shrunken guys yeah the, the, the guys zombies. that wake up and turn into yeah yeah, yeah they're kind of because like 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 vampires they wake up and then have to like suck the life force out of other yeah. people. And apparently, they're storing it. Right. Two inches below the heart. What was the? <laughs> the, the, the I think Tra- the Travis had it's like it's like the, the chi. It's like the where the chi where you. <laughs> two, but this two is two inches before was the heart. Used. Yeah. I'm just gonna say that now. It's, it's just where the life force. Below the heart. Well, this is like the scientists. I like that. It's like science. Science is located. I'm like, what? Are you sure? Well, that character shows up on science. Science and science. Shows up on an X-ray. He's he's pretty much Van Helsing. I mean, I will. I like the life force, you know, I mean, that's always been part of an original, like, vampire lore, is that, you know, they can, like, you know, have like a, you know, psychic vampire is kind of right. how they always explain it, and, you know, so that was interesting that they would, you know, go from that, you know, because, yeah, you've seen the, uh, you know, the biting vampire, and... But this you know, movie tries to explain, like, the myth of vampires just all together. Like yeah. They say the re- yeah. this spaceship because Haley's comet comes around every seventy six years. This is how the modern vampire, the vampire stories that we know, come from. Which okay, at the end, I was kind of like, well, why did she thank him for bringing him? I mean, if they're used to going down all the time, I mean, well, it doesn't make any sense either. If they, you know, if a vampire, you know, if they come down and they kill everybody on the planet, then there's no one to come back. <laughs> Too, you know. I mean, why would you come back? What's going to be left for you to yeah. live off of? And then they, when they kill him, like one turn even turns into a bat. You know, I mean, like you get the that was a great yeah. rubber bat. Yeah, it was, a <laughs> oh, it was, it was definitely different. The the ending of this a movie, giant fake rubber bat, reminiscent of the Fright Night um, bat. Yeah. What what I, I like just watching it now, I think it's like one of the best zombie apocalypse movies. Like I did get seen. zombies at yeah, the end of it. So, it was very beyondish. Where uh, we're going through, you're going through, you're going through zombies. Yeah, <laughs> it has a really good zombie apocalypse. I mean, they have a sense of scale that, like, you know, I, but I don't I, think I, they I, built that in the story. It's like, yeah, they showed it. You know, I was surprised because yeah, they just had bodies piled on bodies. Yeah. But until that moment, no one's talking about that. No, they're just like London's on fire. What? Yeah, yeah but that's that's why I like the. I guess that's why I like the plot of this movie. It's like it goes from like the outer space saga, and then like our lead character disappears for like I don't know half an hour, you know, and then it's like okay, well, there's this mystery of like what's going on, and they lay the groundwork of like the vampire outbreak, and then the main character reappears. He was the captain of the shuttle, and he's ejected, and he shows up, and it's like, so what happened on the spaceship? Then we go back to the spaceship. Explain what, how he, the, you know, how the vampires got out, what they actually do. So he goes on this like uh, journey across the English countryside to track down this female vampire who's now body hopping, which is like the weirdest thing. So you've gone, you know, now you're in a body swapping movie, right? 
as they're trying to tra- track this uh, vampire down. And that's what I liked about it, that she was leading them away from London. So, you know, while they were out, you know, doing all this stuff in the countryside, London was going to shit. You would have thought they would have heard something on the radio. Yeah. Something. But uh, yeah, so then they come back to it, and then that. it's a big surprise that, like, holy shit, London is, like, you know, the, sure, the plague I mean, is still going on. I'm sure as many times as you've seen it, yeah, you know, you were able to, but yeah, just the first time viewing, it just kind of, like, yeah. passed me up, the fact that she's leading him away, or... I think they explicitly said that. Did they? Point. Yeah, she's. Well, you like, know, if you're bored by a movie, sometimes you. Well, at turn some off. point, uh, going back to these zombies, they they kind of bailed on the idea behind the zombies, where they needed, and within two hours, like every two hours, they needed somebody's life force to keep living, right? Like blow yeah. Or like else they, yeah, they, there'd be like a sand explosion. <laughs> and <laughs> they like, they, yeah, they go all, they lose all their fluid or I don't know what the fuck. But then all these zombies on. in London are just dying and just in the streets. Yeah. You'd think there'd be like sand everywhere. You yeah. Know, like, it was such a massive scale thing they didn't have the makeup effects budget. I don't know. But I mean, it was just cool to see that like on that, you know, I mean like I've seen trailers and stuff for like World War Z which is like an epic-scale zombie movie, and you see all these zombies, like, you know, crawling all over each other like insects. Right. But I don't get the same... I mean, that's why maybe I, I appreciate something more like Life Force, where it looks like they spent a fucking shitload, like, tearing up, like, blocks and blocks within London. I'm sure they had yeah. to be, like, a stage or a set somewhere. And so then you had to build it, and there's, like, all these, like, zombies running around there's in different degrees. Fire everywhere. It was, it was yeah, fire it, like, everywhere. Yeah. It reminded me of, like, an early Resident Evil game, like, as I was watching it. Like, around a corner, there's more zombies, and then fire pops up. I was waiting for zombie dogs to pop out. But I think they did that very well. Like, Yeah, yeah. It actually reminded me of, uh, I think you saw it, a Quatermass in the Pit, the old Hammer uh, horror movie that at the end of that, that ends up with, like, London being destroyed. I mean, London always gets fucking destroyed in these movies, you know what I mean? But, yeah, it, that ends up with something on, a, I think, a smaller-scale version of this. It's like, if they could have done, done that in 1967... Last week we saw London get destroyed by dragons. <laughs> it's a now, trend. Yeah. <laughs> How many weeks are we going to go? Um, the, uh... What was I going to say? I just had it. I don't know. Damn it. Oh, okay. So, <laughs> what I, I think the end of this movie... It does finish strong, because um, I liked, you know, the the government presence, um, kind of like a Spielbergian film type, you know, Close Encounters type feel, where the government gets involved, and they quarantine off London, and nobody's allowed out until this is over, you know, they got two hours from whenever. till the bombs drop. Till, yeah, till the bombs are dropping. I like all that, but for most of this movie, you don't see that. You hang out with two guys, the two guys that are hunting this vampire as she's crossing the countryside, roaming the countryside. As, as vampires do. As they, they do. Roam the countryside. They do. Indeed. And it just it feels like this boring British uh, detective story. Oh, really? To me. Yeah. Oh, See, I dug all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And, and they don't even have to finish, they don't, even, they don't even have to try to find anything out because the guy has his, the captain of the old spaceship has his psychic link, so right. whenever you need an answer, he's just like, I can she feel does her. this, yeah. she's going here, oh, it's yeah. just like, okay, so when are you going to get the next one and lead us down another goddamn, yeah. you know. There's a scene with uh, Patrick Stewart. Like, Patrick Stewart's Priceless? performance Priceless? is awesome. <laughs> Yeah. It's awesome. Is it priceless or is it like kind of funny? Like 
Uh, just kind of like eh. it's funny and how like over the top it almost seems like you know I mean I never really considered Toby Hooper to be like a great actor director <laughs> yeah. and it seems like in some of those scenes like there is no director and it's just like okay you know let's go for it you're possessed and you're being you know like okay so Patrick Stewart is possessed by the uh, space girl and he's attracting uh, Captain Carlson and Steve Railsback to him and it's just like okay guys go and they're just like, I mean, Patrick Stewart's screaming and flailing around. I mean, like a crazy man. And, and uh, shakes him for like ten minutes. Yeah, and the other guy's like just he's yelling. Slowly, I mean, it's supposed Patrick to be Stewart. almost like being then like... he makes out with him for a little bit. Yeah, yeah, that was like the most disturbing kiss. Like, well, oh that's, my God. It's actually on a yeah, talk horrible. show at one point. I remember Patrick Stewart was asked, like, you know, who his first screen kiss was. <laughs> so Steel, Steve Railsback. <laughs> really? Oh, my God. That's wow. so funny. Uh, yeah, I was, when I saw that scene, I was just like, this is going to be the worst kiss since freaking Whoopi Goldberg and Ghost. You know, just like, oh my God. Yeah, but that's why it's so amazing. This movie is, it, is right? so amazing because <laughs> it just goes like, you know, just bonkers. Like, yeah. all, I mean, that's why yeah. I like it, I guess. It's just yeah. because it's like shooting for the fucking fences on like every step of the way. I've never seen anything okay, else like, like this. Okay, like the end when she's like, she's like... You've always been one. So what's that supposed to mean? I he was know. one. It's like that's what I'm talking about. They don't. I don't think they <laughs> was, had an idea I mean, of what he, they were doing. He was in this destined movie. to bring them down. Like, but why like, did maybe, they die? If he shoves a sword through both of them, why didn't they die? They do. Why they did, do to just go up back yeah, up to the spaceship. The, the and life force turns off. red and it yeah. shoots them back. It was kind of all over the place, like like Colin's other pick, the Beyond. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it was just it's like very much the just same vibe. Crazy fucking shit going on. But I didn't like the Beyond, but I like this movie. Mechanical Spider. Uh, I like the, the yeah, I like the <laughs> Beyond because the Beyond isn't supposed to be like it's really not supposed to make sense. Reality is breaking down in the Beyond. It has a reason on why shit's going on. This is supposed to have like a science to it, and have like a have an order to it. This feels like well, they sure were. Just like, they're like the whole movie was supposed to be in space, but then they're like, "All right, look, we <laughs> we can't we're out that. of money." <laughs> we uh, I don't think the whole movie was supposed to be in space. Nice. <laughs> we need to find something else to do. Um, I'm thinking zombies. It's it's, it's it's the whole like Thomas pointing out. She could still the, be naked. It's Harker right. goes to Transylvania and brings Dracula back to London. In this case, the astronauts go to the the you know space castle and bring the vampires back to London. I think you know the whole thing was always going to take place in London. It was just I like I appreciate the scale of the or the you know the special effects for the time uh, you know at that those opening scenes. You know, when they're actually in space, they do try to be like, you know, we're in zero gravity. Right. You know, there's guys on wires, like, floating around. It's like every other movie. It seems like, we've got artificial gravity, so we don't actually have to pe- put people on wires. But this one actually did. I mean, I like the, the you know, it's like, it's a big, big budget 80s, like, you know, outer space movie. That's what it starts off with. You know, ends with a big budget, like, zombie, zombie movie. movie. Which comes out of nowhere, and you're like, oh, I thought it was a vampire movie, but look at this awesome zombie We get stuff. everything. Yeah. It, yeah, it's it like does your everything. Channel flipping through, it like, Cinemax or something. It's got a night. space movie, it's got a hot chick, you got a zombie If flip, only one of a, those movies was, like, a really good movie. You got a traditional <laughs> it's vampire flick. Uh, yeah, it's, good. it's a cornucopia of good stuff. Yeah. Maybe it's just too long. Well, okay, so that that brings up the uh, the American distributor TriStar Pictures thought that too at, at the time. We watched the uh, it's the European cut, but it's Toby Hooper's preferred cut. Uh, TriStar cut twenty minutes out of it, so it was like an hour and a half if you saw it in the theater. In that may America. have helped. 
depending on what they cut. Yeah, yeah, but see, the weird thing, I mean, I don't remember it all that well. I mean, it's on the new DVD, their Blu-ray that's out. They've got both cuts. Yeah, I think I saw the American one. Yeah, because if you saw it like way back in the day on television or on VHS or whatever, that's the only way that you saw it. If you saw it on DVD, you've, you've seen the the director's cut ever okay, since. Great. So, I, I mean, I remember like liking it. You know, back in the day, but it felt like, you know, there could be more to this that might, you know, and then the, the extended version made it feel more fleshed out. But, you know, again, I started with the shorter version and wanted more. Right, right. <laughs> so that's the perspective that I've got on that. So, Well, like I was telling these guys before, uh, the whole start of this film, I'm watching it just feeling very frustrated because they, they just won't get out of, like, these offices of this hospital. You know, they're in these different hospital rooms. It's like, and like Travis pointed out, there's the doors. Like, they just feel like it's very claustrophobic. So Everything, <laughs> Everything is just like, I want this movie to open up, you know. And then when it does open up and they go, they go out looking for this girl... Then I want them to get back to the hospital because that stuff was actually more interesting than what they're doing as they're traveling yeah, the, the, the around. Body, the I, body hopping stuff not, I, didn't do it for Yeah, you. the body hopping stuff really yeah. ruined this movie to me. It really changed the idea of what the story was. It really like, oh, now it's like a psychic detective. Right, now he's having a dream. <laughs> I see her in a different body. Yeah, right. Find yeah. Her. She's lifting her skirt up. <laughs> She's seducing a man. <laughs> Yeah, I think all that stuff's great, but yeah, that is that does speak to like the, there is kind of like a weird like sexual bent to this movie, which at, at, at one time it's like asexual kind of the way that like just the British seem to deal with like you know it's like oh she's not in her right mind and like you know they just kind of like you know it's like okay she so she's naked and that's how it works, but on the other flip side there's like the scene with the nurse. It's like, okay, so Carlson's got, like, this psychic connection to this nurse, and he sees that, like, she's a sadomasochist, and so the only way that he's going to get this information out of her is by beating... She wants me to force it out of her by beating it out of her. You're like, what? And then the other guy's like, well, I am a natural voyeur. And he sits down and watches it, and you're like, what the... Yeah, it's like, this movie was supposed to be made in the 70s. It's very weird that it got made in the 80s. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) By today's standards, I don't think it would fly, like... Uh, I don't think any Toby Hooper movie would fly by today's standards. Well, this was like, it was, Canon Films was, uh, I don't know, it was these two Israeli guys, Menachem Gorin and, Gorin and Golan Yorbis, and they had like all this money, they bought Canon Films and you know, it became this thing, they released a bunch of like Missing in Action, uh, Superman 4 they did I think when they were like really running out of money, but at this point in time they were trying to do like these prestige movies. Toby Hooper was coming off of uh, Poltergeist, I want to say was the last thing that he did, and they wanted a Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2, so they gave him a deal which guaranteed a, a Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2, a giant budget for Life Force, and a giant budget for Invaders from Mars. So, I want to say Life Force was maybe the first one that came out, and it went up against like Cocoon, I think, that year, hmm. and it just like didn't really do it. And then uh, two weeks later, Back to the Future came out, and I think that was pretty much the. the sl- That's the, what I'm saying. Yeah, song. it's like you can Damn watch straight. this movie, and you can just tell like it's just not up to par with movies of '85. Well, they were, uh, yeah, but I can see where it was. Well, I, I mean, that's why it is like it's got that cult status now because it was never a hit. Now it's like kind of like you know, here's a movie that looks like those movies, but it's not like. You know, maybe in the same. It's like striving to be in that same range with them. I do. I do remember it being a cult hit. I mean, because like 
like, I specifically, like, when I was younger, sought this movie out to specifically watch it. Um, with the promise of boobs. Yes. With the promise <laughs> of boobs. Um, but, like, I always got this, I, you know, oddly enough, in, the, in 85, I actually always got this movie 100% confused with Life Force for the Nintendo. If anyone remembers that? Oh, yeah, that's my favorite video game. Yeah. So, like, all time. I always got it confused. Like, even the title for the... It looks like it. It, it looks the, like... The, the title logo is the same title logo for Life Which Force. Which one? The one on screen that we watched or the one on the, the case? The ca- like, the well, one on the poster. The one on the poster. The or, yeah, the original. Yeah, okay. The original. It's like the same title for Life Force, the video game. Which, if anyone remembers, it was a Konami game. kind of came out at the same time as, like... Contra, but Life Force was like a, a side-scrolling space. Yeah, it was actually what what because oh, Life Force yeah. isn't the name of the game. That's the American. Name. It's actually like Gala. Don't say Galaga. It's not Galaga. It's it, Gradius. It's actually Gradius Part Two. Have you ever seen Gradius Three and Four on PlayStation? Yo, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, Life Force is actually Gradius Two. But yeah, in America, yeah. Like, yeah, I love that damn game. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, I'm so happy it came up on this. Oh, dude, forty lives, twenty nine. Oh my god, it it came out the same time as Contra, and it was kind of like a cool side. I did wish that when I saw this movie, I wish it did have something to do with that video game. Yeah, that video game was like a planet, a planet that was alive. So the whole time you're fighting, you don't really know like where you're at on this planet until you get to the heart of the planet, and there's like a fucking dragon flying around the heart. And then when you're leaving, you blow up. You're like, we were on a planet? Yeah, oh, my yeah. God, this video so like, game is awesome. I always thought that the video game and the movie were actually connected. Which one did you see first? Or you oh, the God, game? if there was only yeah. a video game based off this movie. Oh, oh yeah. Probably is yeah. in Japan. <laughs> I, I did play the yeah. uh, video game first, I think. Yeah. But I remember the trailer on TV at the same time, so I remember... You know, as a kid, being confused. I mean, I was alive when the Haley's Comet came out, and you know that whole. They thing, just so. released it. <laughs> the Comet. <laughs> the Comet. Yeah. The Comet. The wide release. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was timed around that same time. When was that? That was eighty-five. 85. It was eighty-four, eighty-five. I yeah. wasn't born. But this takes place <laughs> when the uh, the uh, United States and Britain have like a joint space venture. We're trying to figure out if they actually ever did. I'm right. There isn't one. Yeah, I don't think so. They probably just had to change the script. It's like, well, this is going to cost a lot of money, so we're going to save money by making this in England. Yeah, they got so probably in, cheaper in the, union in the deals. Bond or whatever. Movies, they have a lot of space ventures. I'm like, All, I, don't think, I, don't think, I don't think England has a space program. I don't like, think they oh. do. This was actually shot by the guy who I noticed his name. He's been on the last couple Bond movies that we've been watching. It's the same cinematographer, who? Alan Hume. Uh, is the Bond guy. So, uh, you to- Toby Hooper, right? Uh, so after Life Force comes out and fails, then you got uh, Texas Chainsaw 2. I think that failed because everybody wanted, like, a sequel to Texas Chainsaw that was, like, you know, gritty and a horror movie, and he made a comedy. Mm, not a comedy, so that one yeah. kind of didn't do well. And then Invaders from Mars is, like, one of the worst movies worst. That I think I've ever seen. And that was basically, I mean, that was his career. I mean, he had three movies in a row that flopped. I mean, that was it for Toby Hooper. I mean, after that, it's like, you know, you do direct-to-video Even stuff. before that, what was the alligator one? I mean... Eaten Alive? Yeah, I mean, well, Toby yeah, Hooper. He, what, he's got Texas Chainsaw, and to me, I love The Fun House. That's one yeah, of my favorite horror Salem's movies. Yeah, but he did Salem's Lot. 
the miniseries. Yeah, Sam's Lot. Oh, did he? And uh, wow, is there one more in there? Poltergeist, was, I guess, is awesome. Pol- I like, but yeah, you, like I said, you can feel the Spielberg behind yeah. Poltergeist. But that's weird. Yeah. I, can I don't kind of like feel you know get... in, in this too a little bit, but not to the extent. Maybe it rubbed it's... off. Yeah, or they used like the same special effects guy. So. It seems like they used the same special effects guy. Because those energy waves are like almost the same exact energy waves from Poltergeist. Yeah, but Poltergeist had some pretty good prosthetics. Yeah. You know, a lot better than this one. What? And dudes getting their arms ripped off? And like, this, I mean, but th- this also <laughs> tried a lot. You know, for 1985, blah, 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 this movie tried blood. a lot for special effects. Like, more so than... You almost would. It's almost like they didn't have the money to accomplish what they were doing in this movie, but they did it anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, no, you totally Well, they did it anyway. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But that's where I I like that sense of, like, we're just going to keep swinging for the fences, man. This is going to be, like, the best thing that's ever come out. And then it's like, there it is. (laughs) We made a movie. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, sometimes it just. I've been praising this movie a lot, but it's not without its faults. Mm, Definitely. Right. I mean, mm. the, the movie's definitely without, not without its faults, I think. You know, Toby Hooper's kind of a all-over-the-place director. I mean, Gracias. it's got a lot of crazy stuff going on, but kind of lacks a little bit of focus. And Yeah, I can't find a main... Um, like, I know who the main characters in this movie are, but it's not through the script or through the directing. It's just who's on the screen the most of the time when I'm looking at them. You know, like I don't think that's true. Well, I think it is. When uh, when you were uh, when you were at the very beginning, like when this when you first get on the spaceship, you're so consumed by every like the whole crew of this spaceship is working towards finding out what's behind this comet. You don't get a sense of this is the dude in charge. You don't. Uh, right, then yeah. uh, then when they get into, when they're going into the spaceship, you know, you still got four or five people. It's like yeah. they're not getting you to right. This is your guy. Well, see, that's why I like the surprise because yeah. then it's like who's on? You know, it's like because they're assumed that everybody died on the spaceship until that's like we've picked up the beacon that there's yeah. uh, you know, and then it's like who is it? Well, it's Colonel Carlson, and at that point, you know. Up until yeah, that point, the SAS guy is like the primary like mover. I think, you know? I think, I think he's the, the guy SAS who makes stuff happen. Yeah, he's exactly. The only guy that matters, and he disappears. Like, Carlson's kind of he reminds me of like Harker is, and like he's not right in the head. Like, he's but got, he's the guy with all the information. Yeah, he's the guy with the information. He's the guy that the alien space girl has chosen. Oh, oh so you mean like, Renfield? Yeah, Renfield. Yeah, yeah. Well, okay. that, that actually fits better. So yeah, then, he, he's very much like Renfield. Where it's that's like, exactly what it is. he's the one that has the connection to the vampire. Yeah, he's he's kind of like. But she doesn't like make trust. him do anything. No. Like the way Dracula has Renfield do shit. She doesn't. I mean, yeah, I guess what you say. Like she leads him away, but that's it. That's the story. Getting led away. From fucking London. That's it. Go that but way. That, that was the point, though. So but it wasn't a great like point. Steal all the uh, energy from everybody from London. I can no, I see if it's it's perfect. Perfect. I think it's, it's perfect. It's not a great point. It's no. Know. I mean, I think it's a cool. Like, it's a good idea. I don't think they executed it well. I think they spent too much time and like you know because they could have done that one time and still had like holy shit, London is under attack. You know, but they really. I mean, a, a good like what. 30 minutes is on this body switching idea until it's just like, she fooled you. She's been in London the whole time. Yeah. Because they're trying to find her and she keeps switching her essence into other things. The body switching part of it is the weakest part of the movie. But I guess, you know, it's the main part. 
Well, it's about like eh. half an hour in the middle of the eh. movie. I don't know if that's you know. I mean, yeah, that's again, the weakest part. It is got, the weakest you, part, but you, I'm not you saying the it's bo- bad. You got the boobs <laughs> and then the the zombie apocalypse. Those are the those are the best parts. Well, of the movie. and the and the cipher the the big the space opening space the, opening the space vampire boobs, stuff then the body swapping yeah. then zombie apocalypse. The middle put the body swapping. You that's can probably when it slows down yeah, you can take that out. But see, the thing that's kind of awesome about that—that's when you got uh, Patrick Stewart's kind of crazy overacting and bitch slapping. So yeah, hey, it's getting there. That's two minutes. And the hunting down. They're like, yeah. she's reaching up her skirt. Yeah, oh, man, like, he has good. nightmares. He has like wet dreams where he wakes up from like screaming. Everybody's screaming in this movie. It's just fantastic. <laughs> Patrick Stewart so does sweaty one of the in this greatest movie. My God, screams I've ever heard. He does. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's, it's like not a, it's played safe, right? They were. This is just like man overacting, like at its finest. Yeah. To see Patrick Stewart overact, is fantastic. Great. Yeah, it is. It has its own rewards. It does. I think it does. I think. I mean, that's. I, I got something out of it that probably most people wouldn't get. Well, out then of let me ask you this: Can you take Patrick Stewart completely out of this movie? Yes. That character, and is it still the same movie? Same movie. Oh, yeah. He doesn't yeah, even yeah. need to be there. You can well, take can... the whole body swapping part out. Oh, it's take, a pointless part Take of that story. whole half hour out, check it out the window, and you're done. You get it. got nothing to do with vampires. Because then they, they have to what? chase the vampire. That's always the, no. the bit in those, you know, it's like either you got but the only Lucy's. From a, only from, know, only in, from a Dracula perspective. Yeah, but I mean, that's well, what we're comparing it to. Right, if, yeah. if we're saying it's like a classic vampire you know gothic vampire story that's specifically true. dracula i guess because that's the only one where they really go and right know. right well th- I mean, but you have to assemble this. your team of vampire hunters and then it's like who is the vampire what are they i mean that's like that who done it is always a part and of i those. just kind of wish the the van Hel- the the van helsing character and i don't even know his real name i just he he's this character it's, uh, dr falada falada yeah, he he is a character who's like, ah, I'm obsessed here's with how death. you kill the vampires. You kill them the old-fashioned way. <laughs> well, he's the one who figures out. You stab out. them in the energy center two inches below the heart. He has with that scene that you Go like so it. much in science fiction movies, ah, Tom, yes. the, uh, the scene where the scientist explains what the hell is going on. Like the mythology of the movie, the inner workings of the movie. His soul left I, his I ass. do like those scenes. His, his soul left his yeah. soul. <laughs> When he when he dies, I was making this comment earlier. When he dies, he's like, "It's my turn now," and then he flops over, and I'm pretty sure his soul leaves his ass. Oh, his I'm pretty sure that's where that goes. <laughs> his back. Rips that, no, it was out of his ass. He was bent over. It came out of his ass. Right out of yeah, out of his ass. He farted his soul out. That's Big what blue. Yeah, I mean, it does have the the traditional. He sits down and goes. Ah, they are space vampires coming from another bit, and, and this is how the modern vampire mythology came about, and they've been doing this for years. And <laughs> yeah, where did he get that steak from? It looked like he ordered it. No, he's oh, had the vampire that, like, all the time. Oh, yeah, he had yeah, it yeah. like in a box yeah. or something. It was from like eighteen eighty-five. He's or something. Van Helsing. Uh, I'm telling you, he's Van Helsing. I think okay. he special ordered it from the Ar- London Archives. Yeah, it looked like I it. don't know. <laughs> it's like how he knows how to kill vampires. Because he's the Van Helsing dude. Yep. Fair enough. Dracula. Mm. Space version. Go. But it's not the space version. It's not the space version. No, it takes place in London. Yeah, it's it's the London version. It's, it's, nothing it, really it, happens. It is just a like, sci-fi just like retelling of See, Dracula. Go. 
Yeah. Yeah, but I, it's a it's it and to me again, I have like this absolute love of uh, Hammer films. All it feels movies. like this is like a Hammer film. Like if Hammer had sci-fi had, Hammer film, if oh, they yeah. had existed so into Hammer. the eighties, they would have gone and like this is the type of movie that they would have been making. So I mean, it really does feel like they set yeah, out does, to it make. It does feel like a Hammer, a, a Hammer yeah, movie. Right, right. Yeah, it does. <laughs> it yeah. A lot like so that's it. like that makes it like double awesome. Oh. So like yeah, now we're beyond the four star rating <laughs> awesome. into five stars. So, you know what I mean? Uh, yeah. Uh, the other thing that's interesting about the Canon Film Films Group, uh, I don't know if you know this because uh, Travis, you're into uh, comic book heroes. At one point, they got the rights to do Captain America and Spider Man. And they actually had, like, a script and all this. They were going to do Spider-Man. It was, like, all set to go. But they didn't have enough money to do it. And they ended up building sets. And they couldn't do it because, like, something fell out at the last minute. They were getting sued. And they had to go use the set somehow. So they made Cyborg with uh, Jean-Claude Van Damme, apparently, on the sets they were going to use for Spider-Man. Crazy. And Masters of the Universe 2. There was going to be a sequel to Masters of the Universe? Yeah, because wow. Canon Films was the producer of... You know, there was going to be a sequel, because the end universe. of the credits, Skeletor's head pops up and says, I'll be back. Yeah. That's crazy. They had to recycle both of those. It was only a horrible those. plot. Well, they, so. Yeah, but they had... They were like on the way down like producing Masters of the Universe 2 and Spider-Man at the same time. <clears throat> got like sued for Spider-Man, and something happened with Masters of the Universe, so they're like, fuck, what are we going to do? And they went and wrote, like, Cyborg in, like, a week and said, well, just use the sets that we built. You know what? Yeah, you're actually, because I do recall hearing something about Cyborg originally supposed to be a match to the universe, but I think it was supposed to be more about, there was a cartoon called, uh, like, The New Adventures of He-Man, or it was something like that, where it was, it was a spacey version of He-Man. He had, like, a power light sword. I mean, it was fucking pretty ratchet. I want to say it was the new Adventures of He-Man or something like that. Weren't there already cartoons like that? Wasn't there like a Hanna-Barbera cartoon? It was like He-Man, he had a laser sword. And... Um, but, uh, I don't know. I don't know. Sure. I don't Eventually know. that would have made it into the shitty sequel to Masters of the Universe. Masters of the Universe is a pretty crappy movie too, but that's again that thing where well, they go and they spend, you know, it's kind of awesome. I mean, yeah, they were they known for not wanting to spend any money on their movie, not wanting to put any thought yeah, behind they it. They these, wanted, like, they big, just, epic but films. they, well, they only wanted to get a sellable title, yeah, and fucking put it out. That's it. That's all they ever wanted the to do. Cash from like all the missing in action and Death Wish movies or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> just because. I mean, jeez. Because, I mean, like, Superman 4 has, like, the worst effects of yeah, all the movies. And it's, like, as bad as 2 and 3 are, it's, like, man, just for part 4 to have the shittiest... And I think that was, like, 87 or 88, yeah, something like that. I think that was at the end of their, like, somewhere around there. Was, they're like, yeah, That's yeah that they're... was the end. Yeah. The end. For good reason. If you're not going to actually put any thought behind it. Well, they probably lost so much fucking movie on. Like, well, it's just know. one of those things. If you've got a budget, if you got a budget, why do He Man when you can do a fucking you know a coffee you know a coffee house romantic comedy? You know, it's just like if you don't have the money, don't do it. Don't do it. I mean, only special people that like somehow get more money because what they're making is so awesome. Yeah, they turn to have a you know they have a good turnout like George Lucas or something you know. But if you don't have the money, don't make a sci-fi movie. Just make something else. Don't just like no, damn it. We decided on it, and we're just gonna keep on making Dragon Wars or whatever the well, fuck. I remember. It is. I remember. Fucking Uwe Bull like made a fucking 
ton of money by buying up video game movie yeah. rights and just yeah. chilling out swill. Like. Just shitting all over it. Well, I remember hearing interviews with Toby Hooper, you know, during the making of this movie where he said, like, you know, working for these guys was, like, the greatest experience because they were, like, not involved at all. And, like, oh, sure. well, yeah, I guess, you know, then you can go off and do whatever you want in total creative control. I'm like, well. That's what you get. That ends up with uh, failures at the box office. Well, sometimes people need editors. People yes. need people to be like, that's stupid. <laughs> We're not doing that. Or else you get life force. That's yeah. my opinion. <laughs> yeah, at least need to surround yourself with a team of people that all agree that this is a good idea. And not just be like, yes, men. Because, I mean, it can be a good idea in your head. And by the time it gets to the screen, it can be a total piece of garbage. I mean, we've we've seen that with directors in the past. I'm not going to say Toby does that with this movie, but we've seen it with Toby. We've, we've seen it with M. Night. Yeah. I mean, is yeah, he had a couple good ones right out of the gate. But since they've kind of... And, you know, at some point, you just, yeah, you need more people surrounding you saying, maybe that's not such a good idea to do that. You know? yeah. George Lucas... Right, uh, John Carpenter. You're saying, what? What did George Lucas do that was bad? Uh, <laughs> all the, the the three new Star Wars uh, movies. Well, Red, um, Red Tails. That's what we're Red Tails. About. Red Tails. More yeah, Star Wars episodes one, two, and three. <laughs> what hasn't he done that he couldn't use some people around him to be like, don't Indiana do that, George. Jones four. Don't fucking do that. I, I don't agree with Indiana Jones for it. Fuck you. This is fucking crazy. <laughs> There's... Oh, yeah. No, this is no, a whole other no. concept. He, like, I don't no, even know if we can no, get into this. No, right now. he gets into a refrigerator. No, not even that. His kid yeah, swings with the monkeys. Okay, no, his boy yeah. fucking swings with the monkeys. Yeah. There's scenes. Retard. No, there's scenes, the whole movie, scenes. the whole story. It's about a two and a half hour scene. I'm the entire movie. Right now. <laughs> Earlier, we were talking about why Die Hard sucks. The new Die Hard because it's about his son. Same thing with so, Indiana Jones. Indiana Jones, uh, I awesome. Need, I need all the Indiana Jones is a father. Not fucking interested. Well, what's your position? I'm okay with that. Indiana I'm Jones is a good. What's, wait, what's Brent's position here? I like. Uh, yeah. I like the Kingdom of the Crystals. All right. So. Okay. I'm like siding with Brent. Now my whole the idea that you guys didn't like the Man of Steel now has a whole I new meaning to it because you guys on, like the Kingdom like of the Crystal Skull. Kingdom of the Crystal so Skull. So I'm taking that into consideration for further uh, movie. Uh, <laughs> your your further movie uh, critiques. I'm taking Kingdom of the Crystal Skull into uh, consideration. That's, but that's, that's fucking horrible. That's just one man's opinion. That's one man's opinion. Two men's opinion versus... One man's opinion. No, just joking. <laughs> I'm going to go with there's about uh, 40 minutes of good stuff in Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. And then, really? it goes to, and then it goes Are they to credits? Shit. No, no. I'm totally with <laughs> 40 that minutes movie. Of credits. Like, I, the, the, the guy getting, you know, the, the atomic fridge, I'm, I'm fine with that. Um, I like the, you know, it's goofy, and I'm like, okay, but I can deal with it. I like the image. And, like, that image is, like, worth the setup. I like the stuff back at the college, the chase scene, the meeting mutt, the fight, you know, the 50s thing. I like, they go to Peru, and there's the stuff in the graveyard, and they find the crystal skull. And then, after that, they go and they meet Karen Allen, and, like, right there, there's the, then it's the psychic connection with the, and there's the big snake, and it just, like, falls apart. Like, every decision that they made creatively... In that movie, from that point on, then you get the fucking fire ants, then the you get ants the swinging the, on the, uh, the, the, the fighting on the ducks, you get the swinging with the monkeys. I mean, like, it all just, like, is a crashing. Every successive thing goes right to shit. 
But for about 40 minutes there, you got like a pretty decent Indiana Jones movie. <laughs> then it goes like... <laughs> to uh, it falls I, off a cliff. I, I kind of agree with Colin there. Like that first, but see, like I'm like, that first 40 minutes is like gold. And then the last 40 minutes is like... Fool's gold. It's like it kind of falls into like the yeah high five territory. Oh, I think it goes it goes lower than that. I think. Oh, that gets like cartoony, straight up. Like, holy yeah. shit! I could pop in Disney movies that are more serious than this. And then it does have the problem, I guess, like we were talking about Die Hard, uh, the new Die Hard movie, sucking because it has oh my no. God. Uh, it's about being a father. It's not about being a treasure well, hunter. It's or not about even about that. Cool. A, no, but specifically, it's the the problem with it know, is that John McClane in that movie is the he's the the supporting player in his own movie. Yeah. And that's what happens to Indiana Jones at the end of the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. When they actually get to the temple. Yeah. Like, he's just one of these four guys, and he's like, he's not leading the action. It's The action is, like, leading him around. But we watched not. a movie called Life Force. Yeah. Which had space vampires, Tangent. naked space yeah. vampires, like and they didn't do naked space vampires again until well, they never did naked space vampires again, but they did bring naked aliens to Earth again in species. Yeah, I think you can't talk about life force without talking about species. You probably could, but we'll do it. Natasha Henstridge, Nastasha, Natasha, Natasha. Henstridge. She at least had a career after species. She did. Yeah. Did she? Yeah, a little bit. She's for a little while. She don't don't bring up she spies. What that what? was like? She was on there for like two seasons. It was, that was a show. That was a show. This was on TV. Yeah. Rip off of what Charlie's Angels. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. USA what? was yeah probably. Yeah. I'm mean, not saying it was good, but she had a USA career. Well, no, I'm saying you're right. <laughs> she had a, she had a very a career have for a little while afterwards. And have we done it again? Splice. She did things like Splice was the oh, new version yeah. of this. Yeah. Splice was the new species. I never saw it. Yeah, yeah. She, no, she, I wanted it's to. Right. Is it all right? It's a serious right. version of of species. Splice, serious version of it. I would say, but it's a got more like matured this, idea of it. And it's got like this kind of. The, it does have like a sophomoric bent where it's like, what would it be like to have sex with this thing? And like Adrian Brody. I mean, there's like they build it, up to that. Moment yeah, it's where, definitely a little bit like I want to fuck an alien. Yeah. Oh my god, <laughs> this is so hot. Yeah. But, but I don't know, like it's kind of cool. Cronenberg territory. I only saw it once, but it's worth yeah, it. at it least worth. one check out for sure. Yeah. Entertaining. Yeah, I think she has a tail. So yeah, she spli- does. Splice is the That's last what I remember. <laughs> There's a tail. Does she have a tail with like a, a, like a... A dick? Like a, a barb? Barb on the end? I, I think. Yeah. Don't they all? We'll see. Don't they all? We'll see. <laughs> the thing. So nobody saw uh, Steve Railsback, the guy who was in this movie. He was, uh, oh, he was in uh, a couple episodes... Of the X Files, I want to say the first season it was a double two parter, and I want to say that was the one where like Scully gets abducted. Spoilers, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> he, but he was what he was known for was he did a movie called Helter Skelter. Where he played Charles Manson back oh, yeah. in the seventies. Oh, and that, for that he like was like typecast, and he was like, well, he was in a movie called The Stunt Man, which was pretty good. I remember that movie. Yeah. I can't Vigley. remember the director now. I remember it was Peter O'Toole and Steve Railsback. Peter O'Toole. Yeah. 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 So then he was in this, and yeah. God knows what he's been in since. Yeah. He was in The Devil's Rejects. Really? As what? A sheriff. Really? Texas sheriff. Yeah. I'm going to go back and watch that. Yeah, he's in like one scene. After the girl gets splattered by the uh, semi truck. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I he shows up. Gotcha. He's like, hey, I'm Steve Railsback. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm Steve Railsback. I'm here to investigate this <laughs> this death. Thank yeah. you, Steve Railsback. Yeah. <laughs> Did I say this? I feel like watching this movie, the life force was drained from me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You may well, have mentioned because, that. Because you guys are like hated it so much, I was like, oh, we're going to go into this, and like this is awesome, and this is funny, and hey, remember this? But you're like, no, that sucked. This so, movie, like, I thought uh, sucked. All right. I didn't hate it. Go ahead. I, oh. We'll I hated it. I'd say I hated we'll it. To, we'll have to talk some stuff about this movie. I, I, uh, talk about what you guys like about. I didn't hate it, but like I said, I, I, you could cut like a half hour to an hour out of it. You can right. totally you could, cut you could 40 probably, minutes out of this it, easy. It meanders a little bit in the middle, and, but other than that, I found, it, I found it entertaining the way I found the beyond entertaining. Like, shit just pops up. I'm like, oh, that's cool. Yeah. I'll watch that. Like, like I, mean, like, I remember, like, watching this movie, I'm like, oh, man, I've never seen this before. It's like, I'm watching a whole new movie, or did I forget a bunch? I'm like, yeah, they cut a bunch of stuff out. Well, maybe they just cut the wrong stuff out. I can probably find some better edits than they did. Maybe, because, yeah, the whole the whole alien jump, that whole sequence, that whole middle part is still there in its entirety. I but, uh, yeah. yeah. Most just, of the stuff they take out is from the beginning, they, you know. The cool really stuff in the down. beginning well, I mean, of the space. I, think kinda, I mean, like... Seeing her naked, right, is probably like the highlight. That's the thing that you You've remember. Most yeah, you about can't this. stop talking about it. <laughs> and Travis had to leave um, to go rub one out in the middle of the movie. <laughs> good. I had After to. the little penthouse forum moment where I had to get Carlson, some life force out of me. Yeah. <laughs> so Tom's just gonna break down. To, you know, like the peanuts characters are like wah 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 wah. Tom's gonna be like boobs 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 boobs. <laughs> She's oh, boobs, naked. Boobs, boobs. She's naked a lot. But I mean, I guess like you know, I mean like kids today, like I mean because like you know, I mean like that was the only time you can see naked women was like on these like VHS of like these Life Force movies, you know? They did make pornos. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, there's but a, when you're when you're there's kids, this magazine you know? I got to introduce you to where you can see boobs. What? <laughs> Yeah, but see, this is a special mixture of, like, skin and sci-fi and space and, and horror. We keep talking about the boobs, but it was full frontal nudity. Full frontal. Uh, it was great. Yeah, yeah it was full. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was <laughs> that was the best part of this whole movie is bush, butt, and boobs. <laughs> the three Bs. <laughs> Betting that was no Merkin. Nope. Who? But even even oh, the, the puppet... Uh, Oh yeah, <laughs> the puppet zombie chick. She was um, even they, they they the prosthesis or not prost, but they added fur down there. Well, you got to be anatomically <laughs> yeah. correct. Yeah, I mean, like, well, come on, was the eighties? <laughs> they weren't what pedophiles back then. She she was, def- <laughs> but but the weird thing was is like because she was like a like a zombie, she was like deformed all over, but she still had the fur down there. Right. Yeah. Well, you don't lose your. They, none of them were bald zombies. Well, yeah, she still had hair in her head. Like it doesn't just disappear. Because they weren't really zombies. They were weaker <laughs> the vampires. Yeah. They weren't really right. zombies. They were weaker well, yeah. vampires. All right. They, yeah. Right. They just hadn't sucked the life force out of anybody anytime yeah, soon. Sucked the life force. <laughs> <laughs> it's better if you just refer to them as zombies. I think it makes. Well, it it's, it's a misconception. But it looks it looks and plays like a zombie apocalypse. You know, like yeah. zombie outbreak. I mean, yeah. But know. back in the day, even like, I mean. Even, like, I mean, old lore doesn't necessarily even separate zombie, vampire, blah, 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 blah. It was all almost kind of part of this whole same thing, you know? They're all undead. Yeah, it's all undead thing. That's and why then Dan O'Bannon did come along, like, a couple of years later. Couple of, Wait, same year. Return of the Living Dead. Return of the Living Dead. Yeah. Zombie movie. 
He got a taste for it. He's like, like the whole thing. It seems like thin life force, unfortunately. Yeah. I like Life Force better than I like Return of the Oh my what? god. Alright, I gotta draw the line there. Oh, we gotta go on break. <laughs> yeah, just, I gotta go gross. beat up Tom outside. <laughs> no, Let's wrap this up and watch this the is fight. Retarded. <laughs> I don't know. This is the weirdest day in the world. <laughs> Travis's world has been destroyed. He found out that we all don't really care for the Man of Steel. I'm fucking retarded. It's just retarded. Yep. You, know, you like this movie. Not oh, Man yeah, of Steel. Yeah. Ridiculous. No, no, yeah, this one's like totally got it. <laughs> yeah, this one wow. was interesting. I in, was I, see, I got to see this movie, movie in your head. That's boobs. the problem. Is I need I need to see this movie through your eyes. You have a. S- yeah, if, if you saw it through my eyes, it'd just be boobs. Yeah. <laughs> we get that. <coughs> but I mean, movies do do that. You take, you get out of it what you put into it, almost. It's yeah. not even the product. It's really what it makes your imagination do for itself. And you're oh, like, definitely. yeah, man, you're imagining it, this universe. Well, I see a boring fucking British cast that I would never see in any other movie ever again. And just like, oh, my God, is there a story here? That just... guy who played the uh, the Falada, he was uh, Jacob Marley in a Christmas Carol I saw once. I've seen, like, all those people in, like, some hmm. other movie. I mean, that's what I like. I mean, maybe... You watch a lot of British movies. But, yeah, I mean, I like... You love only I like British the movies. Britishness <laughs> of, of the cast. I like the fact the that they take it. Yeah, yeah because yeah, they yeah, deal yeah, with yeah, stuff yeah. on, like, a way that, like, in an American movie it wouldn't have been as interesting, I, I think, to me. is like, they have this, like aloofness to everything where it's like oh oh you know pass the tea and crumpets or whatever you know it's like this kind yeah. of <laughs> right i call it being a spineless limey stereotypical british saying like uh, pass yeah. the tea and crumpets. but well uh, the secretary to the prime minister she did say would you like some tea while you wait she'd oh, yeah, she'd she'd like a cup of tea oh, yeah, yeah. and then she got her face sucked off that's what yeah that's pretty much what happened well, yeah, here's the zombie apocalypse going on, but would you like some tea, <laughs> She got her face sucked off in the war room. She Bam. did. By the she prime did. minister. By the Boom. Prime minister. Boom, indeed. Boom, indeed. Kaboom. Yeah. So we want to do a wrap-up on Life Force? Yeah. Let's, yeah, let's wrap the this hell will be up a short, out of this. short podcast. Wrap, wrap it up. <laughs> wrap, wrap, wrap it up. Wrap it up. <laughs> this... This is going to be an easy wrap-up for me. <laughs> uh, Why so? I, I, I'm, I'm pretty certain I'll never watch this movie again. Um, I do appreciate the moments of awesomeness, which there are a few. Like that, you know, there's explosions and sand explosions that are really cool. Um, like I said earlier, I like the makeup effects. But overall, you're just following these two guys, these two British guys, around foggy London, not even London, you know, the countryside, and, yeah, the boobs are cool, but, I mean, if I had It only goes so far. (laughs) Yeah, right. At some point, the, yeah, the the story has to kick in, and I just didn't really dig the story, maybe. I mean, I got it. I got it, I think, right away, and then the movie just kept on going and going and going, so it was just too long, um, too British. (laughs) <laughs> and overall uh, I would say pass sorry that's you're here I'm okay with the Britishness like bring on more British usually I like that British doesn't bother me but this like one this one British. wasn't like the the Britishness didn't, wasn't clever enough I don't know there's something about it usually the Brits are more clever they must they be clever can't they just be movie. fucking idiots <laughs> sometimes they are 
in this movie sometimes there. Okay, uh, I've I have seen this movie before, and I mean, all I remember from the movie was uh, there's a naked chick and she's hot, and there's space vampires. And watching that's why you like Underworld too, right? Well, she's not boobs, but she's just a hot girl. (laughs) Yeah, Mm, Yeah. I get it. Um, You know, so watching it again, again, she's still really, really hot, and I think I mean that's a star right there. You need to see Matilda May. This is just, it's amazing. And um, I, I i like to refer to this movie as a sci-fi uh, retelling of Dracula. So it's got kind of a cool aesthetic. There's, uh, you know, there's Van Helsing. There's, you know. Um, and it has quite possibly one of the best zombie apocalypse scenes I've ever seen in in, in a movie. I mean... That just the destruction level of, of London, the amount of chaos going on just on the streets, and fires burning. I really and and uh, you need to see Patrick Stewart get bitch slapped and over overact. Um, yeah, overact. That's the key. yeah. He he he's wow. It's crazy. It's awesome. Um. Yeah, you know, I, I actually really like this movie, and uh, you know, it's not without it. It's not without its faults. It has it has a charm to it, and I think oh, I, let's see. Do you need? To, I think you should check it out. I mean, for Matilda May, if you like zombie movies, if you like zombie movies, you need to check it out for that, and. uh if you like Matilda, if you like boobs, <laughs> Matilda May. If you like boobs, you, you gotta check out. Did we mention Matilda May? <laughs> All right. Yeah. Okay. Um, this movie. Um, I I I found it entertaining. I think it meanders in the middle a little bit, but other than that, I mean, I put it in the same category as the Beyond. Like, I enjoyed watching it. It was entertaining. I liked the scale, especially at the end when they get to the zombie apocalypse. Like, I like that it jumps from the space epic to uh, the zombie apocalypse and the vampires. Like, it's it's entertaining to me. Um, uh, would I... I mean, it's a great movie to get together and watch with your friends. Would I seek it out by myself just to watch? I don't think I would, to tell you the truth. But, um... Again, if you're going to sit down and watch it with your friends, I would always say, yeah, yeah, let's watch that. And I would find it entertaining, but I enjoyed it. Um, yeah, maybe cut out a few scenes in the middle, but other than that, yeah. Wait, but that was a recommendation. You'd recommend it to your friends. I would recommend it, yes. I, I think it's something you could all sit around and watch and, and get entertainment and have fun with it. I Yeah, oh yeah. For the boobs alone. I mean, I mean, that's that's a it's a key factor. Hey, Tom, what was your favorite part of the yeah, movie? Yeah, what, what did you like about this? Like, uh, I like the boobs, but no, the boobs, which is only like twenty minutes of the movie. Hey, it's not even that big hey, of a part of the mind, movie. It's the whole thing. That's the, it was like all the time. I think this whole movie's in your mind. Yeah, I, I just okay. My problem with this movie is the promise of space vampires has been there ever since I've like got to know vampires. And it's just never delivered. It's a fun, tongue-in-cheek idea, but I think when it gets down to people doing it, they take it too seriously, so you have a stuffy movie instead of having this fun space vampire movie. And it's like, 
I could have used more space stuff because I feel like if they've got enough technology to go into space that close to a comet, I I feel like there could have just been more space, like more. I like I I wanted to feel more of the space journey. Like I his story about how, like what happened to him. That's the movie I wanted to see. You know, him getting possessed by the chick or getting under his sway, and then. Her sucking the life out of people individually or whatever, unbeknownst to him or whatever was going on. Yeah, that could have been a whole movie in itself. It, that yeah, it Dracula's was. Dracula's that feels like that's the voyage of the it Demeter. It is. It's the voyage. Of, yeah, exactly. It is the voyage of the Demeter. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I just felt like that wasn't anything. I felt like I wasn't connected to a character because by the time they had a ship come up and find that other spaceship, it was. it felt like it was at least already, like, God, it had to have been like 30 minutes into the movie. By that time, you still haven't gotten a main character. And I do, you know, I get what you said before. I get that. I do get that. But, I don't know, I just think if you have a main character, you should at least something. I mean, it's just something. At least start with the... You should have started with the spaceship finding the spaceship. And then introduce your character. And then instead of showing everything they do without, like, a name, without a... I mean, you know what they're... They're there to check out the comet. That's all you know. They're there to check out the combo, the comet, and they found a spaceship in the comet. That's for 20 minutes. That's your information, you know? And, uh... I mean, I like how it, it, it goes off of the traditional vampire, because, you know, like I was saying before, the psychic vampire is kind of a... I don't want to say a real thing, but... You know, it's a it's a real enough phenomena that, you know, fucking geeky-ass goth kids in L.A. think they do it, you know, so it kind of exists, um, which they didn't do that a lot in the 80s, so that it is unique, it's got some unique stuff to it, but yeah, I just can't, I just can't recommend this movie, I want to, it's just, it's too British, too stale, I don't mind British movies, but... British vampire movies, I've always kind of minded. <laughs> I've always had a little bit of a distaste for the, uh, yeah, it's, the, it's not, there's no urgency. It's just like, oh, yeah, really? No, oh, you say blood drain from the body. Mm, so you, don't man, like mm, many, you don't like hardly many, you don't like I don't like any hammer. Hammer movies. I don't like any <laughs> hammer movies. I think they're very stiffy. They're very just like no one, there's no sense of urgency in those movies. They're just, oh, blood? Mm, yeah, must be a vampire. Mm, yes, of ancient lore. Mm, yes. Quite. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, 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 I feel what everybody's saying about the zombie apocalypse thing. It just wasn't enough of the story to me. It was something that happened in the end, and you saw a little bit of it, but it wasn't part of the story. I didn't feel any sort of connection to it because the characters didn't even know about it. They're just like, oh, yeah, and there's fires in London. And then it goes to, you know, what's going on. So I just. Yeah, I didn't feel connected to it. Yeah, wait, you may have actually been rubbing one out at that point when that was all revealed. Oh, this is true. <laughs> it's called off. You don't rub it on. That's disgusting. But uh, but you know, I mean, I've always been. I mean, seriously, there is like, there's like four vampire movies I honestly like. Anything other than that is pure crap to me. So vampires, I'm hard to please. I am a hard. Hard critic of vampires. All right, I don't think it's hard. Name them. Name them. Name them four. From Dust Till Dawn, Fright Night, Lost Boys. All American. Wow. All American. Oh, yeah. Oh, or, that's yeah. three. Fright Night. Uh, there was... What was that? Was it a Spanish movie called Eternal Darkness? Was it called Eternal Darkness? It was really about... 
It was about like a role playing game. Oh, it was yeah, it was. It was like Eternal Darkness. Was it Eternal Darkness? It was yeah. something like a, <laughs> and it was something like a Spanish movie. If we keep movie. saying the words, yeah, something yeah. will happen. Yeah, no, no, because I think that's it. It's, it's, yeah, because it's kind of a generic... Like, you really... Yeah. If, if, if if my brother didn't put this vampire movie in my hands, I would never check it out. Because it looks like straight to video. It's from another country. But it's a good vampire movie. You know, let the, I like Let the Right One In. So, okay, there's five. You know, I like five vampire movies. <laughs> you know, I am so hard... Because... The Dracula story is not enough. It's been around since eighteen hoo ha. I need another. I need. I need another vampire story. I just. I don't need Dracula anymore. I don't care if it's in space. If it's a Western Dracula, I don't care if it's versus the Seven Brothers or whatever. I just. I can't have it anymore. Too. Too little. Too late. I need more monster vampires. I did see the seven golden vampires in a value pack at Target. Wasn't that day. fun? And I, oh, no, oh, you I, didn't, I, I watch didn't see it. it. I saw it at Target. Oh. I was like, ooh, I almost want to pick this up just to give it a, give it a watch. For Peter Cushing, it's good. <laughs> Peter Cushing was in another like vampire Peter movie. Peter Cushing, like, three-pack. Like, Which one? Hmm. The Seven Brothers. The seven, the seven oh, brothers. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I saw it. And I when, like, they, when they explain the origin of the Seven Brothers, you're like, that's the movie I want to see. I want to see how the Seven Brothers originally, like, Rampage this countryside and like sacrifice villagers to their vampire gods or whatever, but so yeah, vampires. Mm, yeah, mm. awesome idea. I love an idea of a vampire. The the I think making a movie, people really try to make too many like ah, oh, you got to relate to the vampire or you got to relate to this situation. There's a lot of relating to vampire stories because so much like this whole movie is about the sway she has over him. But it's a kind of a simple concept, but the the filmmakers are just really trying to get that across to you. That, that is the guy's dialogue. His dialogue is it's the most powerful feminine force it. I've ever felt. <laughs> Have you ever? Yeah, the I'm most. in love in a in a, point, in a way you can't understand. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I, you oh, know, and great I, dialogue. And, you know, exactly. I have always liked. I've I've always thought that's a sad part of the vampire mythology is when that happens to people. That's why I like let the right one in. I think that's like the example of the sway over somebody they think is romantic, but is ultimately you know horrifying. But yeah, this movie I don't know. It just didn't have enough for me at all. It had it had boobs. <laughs> yeah, so all boiled down to, boiled down to? <laughs> yeah. So I can't recommend this movie uh, unless you just want boobs for twenty minutes and then fast forward it until. Well, no, that's it. You get boobs for the first like thirty minutes and then really yeah, you get you can, nothing. You get Patrick Stewart and then you get her in a dress. Google search. Yeah, just look up pictures of uh, what's her name, May. Matilda May. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, all right, moving on to Colin. Actually, I have a recommendation for you. I just thought uh, there's an episode of Buck Rogers in the 25th century called Space Vampire, where they meet, uh, what was uh, Linda Gray's character in that? She always sees him everywhere, like, you know, but nobody else can see him but her. I I was never a big Buck Rogers guy. Lieutenant... Whatever, you'd have to go back and see it. Yeah, yeah uh, I don't know. I would say, like, definitely you got to run out right today and <laughs> go see Life Force. This is, like, one of the great unheralded gems from the 1980s fantasy sci-fi cinema. I think it's unfortunate that at the time it kind of, you know, didn't do what it was supposed to do. Now it's coming out again, I think, on Blu-ray pretty soon. It's got, like, a cult following that's, you know, uh, been... Uh, 
keeping it alive over the years. And there's a reason for that because, you know, I think it's a unique uh, film, especially in like uh, in Toby Hooper's, uh, you know, career. I think, you know, it's one of those things that probably he was embarrassed of for probably a number of years. And then, you know, as like he hears that there's like this cult thing for it, you know, it's like, oh, maybe I actually did make more than, you know, one good movie or two good movies, you know, if you count Poltergeist. Funhouse. Um, and Funhouse, yeah. Um, yeah, uh, I, I dig the idea, you know, I mean, I guess we're saying, you know, that's a Dracula story probably more than it actually is. I mean, it's a gothic vampire movie updated to the present day and and using science fiction conventions uh you know it starts out as a space epic that you know does everything that you would hope that that type of movie would do you know the 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 discovery of you know coming and finding these creatures and then bringing them back down to earth and then like the horror that sets in you know afterwards that we have to find out what this creature is doing she's this beautiful seductress i i mean i appreciate the fact that they're you know maybe it's laid on with a trowel but i appreciate the fact that like the guy has like had the you know captain carlson's like under the spell of this thing in a way that like you know it's like the you know like he keeps saying it's the most uh what was it? It's, a, it's like it's beyond you know sensual. It's this bond with this creature that like you can't you can't explain, and so they just keep on trying to like repackage that. It's like it's the it's this huge it's you know it's this bond. It's uh, the most feminine experience. It was overpowering. I had no choice. I had to you know it's like this guy is like he's got a taste of the forbidden and he can't let it go. He I wants mean like more. yeah, and he wants more. It's just like that is the the appeal of the van, and it, that comes down to what I think like the vampire legend has. Uh, always had in it, you know. I mean, like that's yeah, it's either, a sexual. Yeah, the draw, innuendo. the thrall. You know, it's like I can get you to do these things, you know, because I promise this, like you know, uh, uh, um, ultimate Pokin. experiments. Well, ultimate experience, I guess. You know, it's like uh, I, you know, I dug the special effects. I dug the acting. It's just kind of funny because you know when you get these British guys in this movie, they're all so serious. You know, and that's the thing that I liked about it. I guess it's like they're so fucking serious, and it's again the commitment of these guys. I mean, these guys are like, you know, they do Shakespeare in the park and stuff like that, or you know, like they're all in the Royal Shakespeare Company. And so when they do these lines, they go like, you know, I'm totally committed to this. I believe everything that I'm saying. Yeah, it gives and then a you end gravity. up with, uh, huh? Gives it a little gravity. It, yeah, yeah, it, yeah, exactly. It gives it that gravity. It, and then, you know, you get Patrick Stewart when it's like, okay, I'm, we're going to need you to scream like you're being, you know, like taken over by a vampire force. You know, this but I'm a woman, right? And he just, like, lets go in a way that like, you're like, so. that's, oh, that's kind of, like, scary what you're doing right now. It's like, you know, this is like, he's screaming like his head off. I mean, everybody's like, you know, at this fever pitch of uh, an emotional, uh, even the, the lead character, Steve Railsback. I mean, like, when I was younger... I always thought that, like, this guy was, like, a bad actor, you know, in this movie. I'm like, wow, he's just kind of, like, really out there on the ragged edge. And now when you watch it, it's like, to maintain that intensity? And I'm not saying maybe that it's, like, the best performance in the world, but, like, it's an intense performance. And he's just, like, maintaining it in every single scene that he's in. I mean, it can't be, like, an easy thing to do. So I have more respect for it now than I guess I did then. Uh... 
Yeah, I mean, I like the, uh, you know, I mean, kudos to Matilda May for being, you know, a uh, sport at, you know, like her character is basically walking around naked for the what feels like the entire movie. I mean, that couldn't have been easy to do. And it, you know, it does uh, embody this, like, you know, supernatural um, uh, force. Uh, and, yeah, I, I like the fact that it, it does feel like the movie, you like you're channel surfing between, you know, space epic body hunting alien or body jumping alien thing and uh apocalyptic zombie takeover it's just like the coolest thing ever i mean like these are the things that you dream about you know that movies are if at least if you're a movie nerd you know or you know sci-fi horror geek it's like a horror movie a sci-fi movie a skinamax movie you know like all wrapped in one i mean i don't it doesn't get any better you know (laughs) so it's kind of one of those things i think yeah it is uh Definitely, if you haven't seen it, if any of that appeals to you, I think you're <laughs> of the mindset, of, you know, you're the audience for this movie. It's like, go hunt it down <laughs> and check it out. Uh, it deserves to be seen. So, that's uh, I think that's the, uh, the final word I got on Life Force. Next week, we're watching Brent's pick. We're jumping ahead because a couple of our guys are going to sit a couple of episodes out. So, we're jumping ahead to Brent. What are we watching, Brent? Uh, <laughs> off the top of my head well I think after given the movie we watched tonight I wanna I actually wanna see uh, you know like a space horror movie so Leprechaun 4 <laughs> come on I, I think Jason X Jason X we're, we're gonna actually no, that, that movie's terrible. Uh, <laughs> we're going to go with uh, Event Horizon. Ooh. Ooh. All right, that'd be a good one. Yeah. I like it. You guys aren't going to be here, but... <laughs> oh, damn, I forgot. That's true. <laughs> what's a... What's a... I like awesome. it in theory. It's got Sam Neill. Tom, have you seen it? No. And Lawrence no? Fishburne. Oh. It's, it's, You'll yeah. like it. Yeah. 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 It's oh, yeah. got similar it's elements got... to... Well, I mean, like... It's, about it's space the idea of madness, taking right? a gothic, yeah. a haunted house movie and putting it on a spaceship. Yeah, but it not being alien, right? It's like where I would have wanted to see this movie go, kind of. But we won't talk about it. It'll just, yeah, <laughs> we don't want to for next it. week. So but. next week, ladies and gentlemen, it's going to be Event Horizon. Tune in to us on TuneIn Radio, oh, iTunes, Stitcher Radio, and Pod Bay, Pod or you Bay. can visit our website at Saturday Night Freak Show com where you can find an archive of all of our past episodes where we've talked about all sorts of the greatest movies that have ever been made and made available to you on the web there you can get a hold of us directly at saturday night freak show at yahoo.com you can find us on twitter at sat freak show and you can visit our facebook page at facebook.com slash saturday night freak show where we'll post a bunch of interesting photographs and trivia <laughs> from life force uh-oh. At least as far as Facebook censors <laughs> will allow us to go. So tune in to Facebook all this week. Facebook.com slash Saturday Night Freak Show. And that's it. We're out. Is that Let, it? Until next time. Done. Done.